live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Dollar Car Rental Studios, it's the Dave Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. Thank you for joining us. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Anthony O'Neill, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, is my co-host today here on the air. Again, the number, if you want to talk, 888-825-5225. Starting off this hour is Jose in San Diego. Hi, Jose. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Better than we deserve. What's up? Um, so kind of to explain my situation, I'm 20 years old. I don't pay any rent. We live with my parents. Um, I'm working two full-time jobs, making about 3,800 a month. Now I only pay about $500 in bills and, um, I'm kind of stuck into what to do next. I don't know if to pay off my car or save up more money. Um, I, I'm just, I'm wondering what would you guys do in my position? How much is you have a car? How, how much are you paying a month for your car? I pay one ninety two a month. How much is on the car? Two hundred and insurance. How much? How much do you um, owe in the car? I owe eight thousand. Okay, all right. Um, and then, how much do you have in your bank account right now? How much in your savings? I have uh, five thousand seven hundred. Five thousand seven hundred dollars. Okay, all right. Yes. So, so there's two things that 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 I'm seeing here, Jose is when you're living at home and you're not paying any rent at 20, I'm not too, too upset with that, but I am kind of having some concerns that you're not trying to uh, really start practicing how to become a young man. And then the other part of it is you're making $3,500 a month and um, you have a car note. So if, if you're going to be yeah. at home living with parents, you know, without no bills, you should be 100% debt free and building towards that. Okay. So the very first thing I'm doing with my money is I'm paying off all of my debt. Yeah. I'm, that's the very first thing. No issues, no if, ands, or buts about it. Cause you're in a position that a lot of 20 year olds are not in, you know? So okay. that's the very first thing, pay off your debt. But where you are career wise now, is this where you're going to be at for the next four or five years? Is this a career destination for you? No. So, I got the second job because I dropped out of college because my college turned into online only. And I'm planning to come back when it's on campus. And for now, I'm, I just want to save money until school okay. comes back. And uh, yeah, that's my plan. Great. What are you going to study? What are you studying in school? I want to do nursing. Good for you. Yeah. Okay. So here's your goal. Anthony's right. Knock the car out and pile up cash to pay for college. Pretty simple goal. Okay. How big okay. a pile of cash can you possibly get to go to college? As big as you possibly can have. I want you. I'd love for you to have a hundred thousand dollars piled up. Absolutely. And you can do okay. that easily. Depending on when you go yeah, back um, and how long you work and all that. But I mean, first, first, next two months you're gonna pay off the car. Yeah. Then after that, you can put four thousand bucks, three thousand bucks aside. Easy. That's forty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. And uh, you, you can have a pretty stinking good pile of money and pay cash for college when you go back. I think that's – and you get a nursing degree, and it's paid for in cash, and all the while you were driving a paid-for car, ding, ding, life is good. Now, Dave, as a father – and I could be wrong here because I'm not a parent, so I'm asking a father. 
20 years old, are you charging me rent? Kind of when I went back home, my dad said, hey, I'm not going to charge you a lot, but you're going to give me something to stay here. Yeah. Well, I mean, you had a little bit of a different story. I did. <laughs> so he, he's bringing you back in after he kicked you out. Yes. And so he's setting a tone with that. And I might have done that exact same thing okay. in that setting. Now, so, but like uh, Denise stayed with us for three months after college. Before she got set up in her new apartment, we didn't charge her. Got you. But the rent was that she's going to be on a budget. She's going to live under our rules, under our roof, and she's going to get pile up some money to get ready to move into that rental. Okay. And so behaving in an adult way that has a good trajectory is good enough rent for me. Gotcha. Gotcha. But, uh, and so this young man here, I would let him stay there rent free. Absolutely. Knock that car out, pile up, pay cash for nursing. That's a good. This kid's going somewhere. Yes. He's he's a sharp young man. Yes, I agree. You know? Uh, now, if it looks like he's camping out, I'm going to make it uncomfortable by starting to charge <laughs> him rent, right? Right. I'm going to make it too comfortable around here. Yeah. So, because we do want you to leave. Yeah. You know, I love the old picture, the analogy, and it is a fabulous one. The, uh, the, the eagle builds a nest out of thorns. Out of thorns, yeah. From the thorn bush. Long thorns, like three, four-inch big thorns thorns and when they build the nest they point the thorns into the nest and then they fill the nest with down so that it's perfectly comfortable and the thorns aren't touching anybody Mm -hmm. and the little baby eagles are born and then as they grow the mother eagle starts pulling the stuff out because she was and it gets progressively uncomfortable Mm. to stay in the nest because when you jump out of an eagle nest, it's on the side of a cliff. Mm-hmm. You you have not flown yet. Yeah. You have two choices, splat or, or fly. fly. <laughs> and so it, it has to be uncomfortable to want to leave in that situation. Yes. Right? Yes. Now, I'm not suggesting you splat your kids. That's right. not my point. Right. But this idea that it's comfortable as it sh- and protected from predators as it should be, and then as they become young eagles, yeah, they, it, you start pulling that stuff out and you make it progressively uncomfortable until they make the leap and they spread their wings. I love it. Because an eagle that does not leave the nest is later known as a turkey. I agree. So, I agree. And I asked that question, Dave, because, uh, you know, when you look at the student loan situation, we look at the, the mindset of today's millennials. I don't think it's just a student loan crisis or it's all in millennials. I think it's a parenting issue. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, I think you have a lot of parents, hey, you're 30 years old, you're 35 years old, you can stay here and not have any kind of responsibility. So that's why I want to get yeah, your wisdom I think that's that. a different thing than a, a 21-year-old or an 18-year-old. I mean, if you got an 18-year-old and they're going to live at home and they go to college debt-free because they don't have a dorm bill, hey, all day long, I'm not charging them rent. Right? I want them to do that, yes, sir. Yeah. So that, again, that's a, they're engaging in something, though, that is good for their future. So we're helping them in a different way. But the so the purpose for charging rent, as far as I'm concerned, is the pulling out of the down to make it progressively uncomfortable. Yes. But if we need someone to stay comfortable to get the goal accomplished, then I can let them sit there for a little bit. Yeah. And, and so, you, and you know what my dad did with that money? When yeah, I back moved to you out, later. He yeah. gave it back to me. Yeah, that's that. That's the guy that that guy is. Yeah. He, he's a, he's a great. He's a world class dad. I was so upset. I was like, I could have kept the money. <laughs> he said, You would have spent it. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, there you go. But I mean, a lot of parents do that. That's not unusual. Say you're going to pay me this, and and then they you know gift it back to them yeah. later. But they wanted them to get the habit of paying rent. And as you said, as a young young man, to start your step into your manhood, you start taking on your own bills. Yes, sir. But in this case, we're going somewhere with what Jose's doing, and he's got. A, I think he's got a great trajectory. Brilliant. So very well done. All righty, this is the Dave Ramsey Show. I get the privilege every day to talk to smart, creative entrepreneurs doing great things for our economy. Grip6 is no exception. That's why I'm so excited to announce to you that Grip6 is expanding their innovative product line. Along with their belts, they're adding an aluminum wallet and everyday wear merino wool socks. And all of Grip6's products are guaranteed for life. Give these products as gifts this season. To get the Dave Ramsey special, visit Grip6.com. Anthony O'Neill, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today here on the air. I am Dave Ramsey, your host. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Matthew is in Oklahoma City. Hey, Matthew, how are you? I'm doing good, Dave. How are you? Better than I deserve. How can I help? So, my dad passed away here three weeks ago. Oh, my goodness. What happened? Yeah. Uh, he died of cancer, liver failure, and kidney failure. Oh man! How how old? How old was he? Uh, he was fifty nine. Oh, young! Oh my goodness! I'm so sorry. Tough times. But, uh, he left me an inheritance of roughly seventy two thousand dollars. Okay. Wow. And I just got started in Financial Peace University here about three weeks ago. Okay. Right about the time, huh? Wow. Right around the time it happened. Yeah. So he had been sick for a while, huh? Uh, he'd been sick for about a year and a half. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Well, so um, what's your plan? Uh, my plan is to pay off all my debt, buy a single-wide trailer, and move into it, and then try and make sure I don't lose the rest of it. Okay. How much debt do you have? Uh, in debt right now, with the payoff on my car, which I just did with Zane last night, was like 12075 for the car, 300 on a new phone, and 300 to my roommate. Okay. So like 13000 bucks makes you debt-free. Right. Yes, sir. All right. Which leaves us about sixty grand to work with. Does that sound right? Yes, sir. How old are you? I am twenty-eight. Okay. Well, I like the get out of debt part of the plan. I don't like the single wide trailer part of the plan. Yeah, me too. You want to know why? But yes, sir. 
because that is going to go down in value. Instead of up in value. You said you're 28? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Um, why would you not buy a home? Uh, I've been looking around, and most of the homes that I'm seeing are 100000 or more. Mm-hmm. Are you working right now, Matthew? Uh, I work for a subcontracted company through Amazon called Southern Star. And I deliver Amazon packages to customers around the state. Okay. All right. Well, I, I'm with you till paying off the debt down to sixty thousand. Uh, from there, um, I would start to wonder uh, what your career goals are, and do we need to spend some of this money getting tooled up to go be what Matthew wants to be when he's forty nine? Because I suspect it's not driving that same truck. Right. Yeah, that's uh, the other thing I discussed with Zane last night was I eventually want to franchise out a Papa John's close to where I live. Mm -hmm. And I've done the research on that, and the money required for that's about Mm -hmm. Mm $150,000, roughly. And in order for me to do that, I'm also wanting to go to college for business management. Okay. Well, let's take the first step and let's start, spend some of that money on college. Yeah, and just stay a renter if you want to stay a renter. If uh, until you get your career up and going, if you want to wait to buy a little bit, but let's spend some money on that uh, and just rent something inexpensively. But no, I would not. In, I would not put money in something that's going down in value like a single wide. What are you thinking, Anthony? What no, are you hearing? I'm thinking the exact same thing. And Matthew, I, I really want you to hear what Dave said. Like, spend some time investing into yourself. Um, the number one thing you can do, especially with an inheritance check, is to be wise with it. You know, um, how does it benefit you in the long run? How do you be a good steward of that? So I love the fact if you go into maybe a community college at first, just to get your feet back into the college game. So that way you're not spending a lot of money then transfer to a, to a four, four, four year university. And then after that, I heard you say you want to eventually buy something as far as and buy a business. I like that as a young person, but start small. Uh, start growing, and then from there, we can go ahead and uh, look into big goals. Yeah, set, set this up to where you're not going to set the money aside in an investment where you're not going to be touching it. I'd sit down with one of the SmartVestor pros. I parked uh, ten grand for education in an account uh, in just a money market account. I'd park ten grand for an emergency fund over in an account, and I'd set the other forty aside for an investment yeah. and let that be growing while you're going to school. And um, you know, I think that'll get you there. And, and, you know, let, let's get the career up and running and then decide what you're going to do. Uh, by then, it may or may not be a Papa John's franchise. You may want to open your own thing with the money that the 40000 grows into. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can open a pretty fine pizza place if you watch what you're doing. So um, very cool. Good for you. Very well done. Dave, I wonder, um, for someone in their 20s who, who is debt-free, who has a fully funded emergency fund, would you recommend them looking into a Papa John's like franchise? I get that question asked to me a lot, and I'm kind of like fifty fifty. Like, well, if you pay cash for it, okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't open a business with that. No, 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 absolutely. So, not. Uh, but he doesn't have the money to do the Papa John's franchise, right? Just like he doesn't have the money to pay cash for a house at this stage of the game, right? So, and, and someone who has zero business experience, and you go from 
delivering Amazon packages to running a business and running a whole pizza operation. Uh, Papa John's does a good job training their new owners, but that's a pretty high-risk play. I would want to take some baby steps in between there, get my feet wet in business, and he's very wise to say he wants to get some classes under his belt on how to run a business. I'd love to just have him manage a Papa John's for a while. Okay. And just get in there and run one. Go run one for somebody else. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, continue to pile up your cash and pile up your cash and then someday become a franchisee. There's nothing wrong with that idea. We're going to pay cash for it. And that's a, I would take some interim steps between delivering packages for Amazon and becoming a business owner. Oh, man. I hope millennials are hearing you because, you know, that's what millennials want the, <laughs> in today. They want to be the owner. Well, I don't care if you're the owner, but don't start something that of that scale. Yes. Start something out of your living room. Yes. Okay? okay. And off your card table, like I started this business that yes. way, right? And so, um, yeah, it, it's um, – the thing is, it, what, where, where you can crash in business faster than anything is what you – is what you when you don't know what you don't know. Got you. And um, there's a lot of things about running a, uh, a $2 billion business that I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't know what I don't know. Mm-hmm. But going from our business is about $250 million a year, okay, and going from that to a $5 billion business in one jump, I couldn't – I would mess it up because I don't know what I don't know. Yeah. There's a different skill set level required than what I have today to make that leap. And you can just shave off some zeros, and it's still the same thing. So if you you know you start something in your living room, you screw it up, you stub your toe, it's ten grand. You, you start a $200,000 franchise – and cold, yeah, and you don't know what the flip you're doing, and you stub your toe. It's a two hundred thousand dollar <laughs> mistake. Yeah, okay. And so you don't the, do the incremental steps because um, you know. And I, by the way, when I started this business, I didn't know how to run a two hundred fifty million dollar business. So I did the incremental steps as the business has grown, or as I've grown, the business has grown. Yes, as I've gotten better and more sophisticated, more knowledgeable in leadership, business acumen, and so on strategic thought, whatever, then I've been able to run a larger and larger and more multi-layered business than when it was me selling books out of the trunk of my car and running a counseling operation out of my living room. Yes. You know, and so uh, there's no shame. We, all, we got a big sign out here that says, don't despise small, small beginnings. beginnings. Yes, sir. Because, you know, it, but then, you know, take the next step up and the next step up and the next step up. But when you try to reach past your abilities, you in, you pretty much ensure you're going to get your nose bloodied. You're going to crash. Yes. And so, you know, we don't put a six-year-old into the NFL. Nope. You know, that's what we're talking about. And so you grow physically, you grow in stature, you grow in skill, you grow in speed, you grow in everything, and then you're in the NFL. And, and so, but it's not like we go from there to there. So, so good. Uh, it's just some wisdom in the incremental growth. Yes, sir. This is the Dave Ramsey Show.
people all over the country are discovering a faith-based and budget-friendly way of meeting health care costs through Christian Healthcare Ministries. Christian Healthcare Ministries, or CHM, is a nonprofit organization that helps members carry one another's burdens with health care expenses, and they have successfully shared each other's medical bills for nearly 40 years. See if CHM is right for you by visiting chministries.org. CHM is a proud sponsor of Dave Ramsey Live Events. My co-host today here on the air, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, Anthony O'Neill. Joining me as we take your questions at 888-825-5225. Ray is in Syracuse, New York. Ray, your question for Anthony and me, and I, and whatever it is. Hi, Dave. Um, I'm recently retired, 65 years old, and I got a couple of uh, so-called savings accounts, and I'm not sure if that's where I should have my money. I have $30,000 in a credit union. I have 25000 that I accumulated from my small retirement that I didn't need when I was working. And it's in a bank, but it's, I think it's called like a two-year money market thing, and it's not making much money. Nope. And my question is, it adds up to Mm $55,000. Is that where my money should be? And my second question is, I have an IRA account that is worth right now $96,000, which adds up to I have $151,000. Right now I'm living in $2,000 a month, Social Security small pension, but I may make a move down the road into a HUD, H-U-D apartment. What do you think about what I have and where I may be going? Mm. Okay. Very cool. Well, Ray, we teach, and Anthony and I both live, that there are two things you can do with money in this regard. One is save it, Mm -hmm. which you've done a good job, and the other is invest it. So the portion that is saved is for things you need to do soon. Uh, For instance, you would need an emergency fund out of this money that equals three to six months of expenses. I doubt that's thirty thousand um, dollars. The twenty-five thousand is not invested; it's parked in a bad savings account. Needs to be invested. The ninety-six thousand, you need to know what it's invested in and make sure it's invested in good things. And so, I would say, what is three to six months of expenses for you? It sounds like it's uh, probably six to fifteen thousand, somewhere in there. So you could set twelve thousand of that thirty aside. Call that your emergency fund. If you need money for something else, set that aside. Beyond that, I'm going to probably sit down with SmartVestor Pro with the balance of that 30, that 25, and even the 96 IRA, Anthony, and, and try to get them all invested in some good mutual funds. Absolutely, Dave. I was literally just about to say that. And so the six to $15,000 that you were talking about, Dave, that's okay to part that in a money market account. Exactly. You know, um, that's fine. But the other part, you definitely want to sit down with a smart investor pro and even ask him, uh, what are some other ways I can invest with his uh, social security he does have coming in to kind of help speed up the process? Because of his age bracket, there are some back doors he can get around to invest a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of things you can do there. Now, here's the thing. 
it, it, let's just say you had one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and you made two percent on it. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be three thousand bucks. Yeah. Or if you made ten percent on it, you'd make fifteen thousand bucks. I'm going with fifteen thousand. So this is a probably a thousand dollar a month swing, a twelve thousand dollar a month swing between saving it yeah. and investing it in good mutual funds. Mm-hmm. Now here's the trick, Ray. Uh, just in talking to you. Uh, this is probably your first trip down this particular path, so it's okay to go slow. Your job is not to do what I say or Anthony says or what a smart investor pro says. Your job is to learn enough about the mutual funds that you get comfortable with it, and you decide whether you want to invest your money in X, Y, or Z. If I woke up in your shoes, I'm 60, I'm right near you, I would, and my personal mutual funds are invested across four types. My investments are that. Growth, growth and income, aggressive growth, and international across long track records. And mine are in IRAs and 401ks and other investments as well, just straight-up mutual funds. So your your job here is to kind of go on a uh, uh, go to class in a sense. And it's not that intimidating. It's these people are there to help you. They have the heart of a teacher. Mm-hmm. Click SmartVestor at DaveRamsey.com. It'll drop down a list of the SmartVestor pros in your area. You choose which one you want to sit down with, with the heart of a teacher. You learn from them how this works, and then you make the decision on what you're going to do. But when the story's over, if you did it the way we said do it, that's what we would do. And that's what I personally have done, what Anthony has personally done as well. We Pretty much have savings for near-term things. If you're getting ready to buy a car or a couch or Christmas, yeah. you have savings for uh, emergency fund, and everything else is invested. Everything. Because I, I don't want to make 2% when I should be making 10 or 12. Yes. Aubrey is with us in Phoenix. Hi, Aubrey. Welcome to the Dave Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Thanks so much for taking my call. Sure. How can we help? Um, I have a, a 19-year-old daughter um, that has had a lot of personality changes lately um we do we help her a lot she lives at home and we supply a lot of her finances she does have a job um we pay for cell phone medical expenses food car expenses school books things like that um she pays for some most of her auto insurance and gas mm-hmm. um she re- she has a boyfriend She's had for like nine months, they're in love and infatuated with each other. She recently came home and said that she was going to go on a trip with him out of state and stay in a hotel together. We said, absolutely not. That's not okay and not what we believe. And she has said, well, I'm an adult and I get to make my own decisions, so we're going to go. (laughs) Anthony told his dad that one time. You told your yeah. dad that one time. What happened when you told your dad that? Uh, I didn't come back home. <laughs> you ended up living in your car. Yeah, living in my car, yeah. Uh. Yeah, it didn't go very well with us either. I said if that is how it's going to go, there's going to be some significant changes financially. There's going to be an address change. So, yeah. Well, I, I guess that's why I'm calling you to, to get, gain your guidance of whether we're on the right track. So. Yeah. My thought was uh, she needs to get a new cell phone plan, no no longer piggybacking on us. She needs to find her own auto insurance. Um, she needs to move out. That's just the start. She needs to move that, out. Yeah. You don't stay under my roof unless you go by my rules. 
Yeah. And and new cell phone plan, Aubrey, she's already making the money. So that's not she's not going to really feel that pain. Okay, so she'll take over that right now. What I think and I'm not a father, so I'll let Dave speak into this more often. But one thing I do appreciate about my father is he made it very clear. You're going to respect the rules of this house. The moment you break those rules, you can go do you, but you're going to do you outside of my house. That's not mean. Why do you have that belief? Because you believe it's what's best for her. It's not affecting right. you if she sleeps around. Mm-hmm. Right. It's affecting her. Mm-hmm. Right. And you love her, and you're smart enough to know this is not a good plan. Yeah. And so you're just saying, darling, this is not a good plan, and we love you too much to endorse your stupidity. And, and let me tell you this much. Doing that, okay, when she turns 29, when mm-hmm. she turns 35, she's going to really appreciate you for staying true and helping her become wiser. Because at the age of 36, my father is my main guy because he kicked me out of the house because I didn't want to listen. That grew me up a lot quicker. Now, everything my father tells me, well, I don't do 100 percent everything he tells me, but I sure do listen to his wisdom and his guidance because my father, I know he loves me and he wants the best for me. But if you keep letting her get away with these kind of things, she's never going to grow and mature into the woman that she can be. And by the way, when she made uh, this announcement, she knew it wasn't going to go well. Yeah. 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 It wasn't like you just sprung a new set of rules on her. She was raised a certain way, and she knew she was going perpendicular to that. Right? Right. Yeah. So it's very, very hard, darling. Yeah. Very, very hard to set boundaries. It's very, very hard to love people well. It's much easier to be a wuss and just let people do whatever they want to themselves while you pay the bill. It's easier in the short term. In the long term, their lives get destroyed. And so I'm not going to go with it. I'm going to be the big girl, the big daddy, the big mommy, and say, sweetie, you can't live here if you do that. you got to move. you got to pay all your own bills. Go be you. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. personality is my co-host today here on the Dave Ramsey show if you're a teen or the parent of a teen uh, I'm pumped to tell you about a self-study course that the team and Anthony launched called foundations in college prep it's an online course that shows young adults that graduating with a debt-free degree is possible it's perfect for 14 to 18 year olds and Anthony debunks the myth that to go to college you have to have student loans and he shows you a step-by-step on process on how to start out right. Right now, we've got the course at a very special price, only $29.99. It's usually $89.99. This is a stay-at-home deal. It is, and it's a great deal, uh, solely because I'm in it. 
<laughs> well, it's all no, about humility. No, 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 no. Yeah. no honestly, I, I spent a lot of time with the team here, Dave, just really, really fine-tuning it, and not just making it educational, but entertaining as well. So uh, the this young person will actually enjoy it. They will laugh, but they will walk away informed and educated. AnthonyO'Neill.com slash store, and you can get the uh, new Foundations in College Prep course for 14- to 18-year-olds, only twenty nine ninety nine. And, of course, uh, our team has created a one-stop shop for everything home buyers need to know. A lot of people buying houses right now. Yeah. And uh, if you're going to do it correctly, you should go to DaveRamsey.com slash home buying. Get the answers you need to make smart decisions. Uh, we have this, in, you know, research this trending in home prices. We talk to reputable real estate people in your area. We're going to walk you through this whole thing. Go to DaveRamsey.com slash home buying, and we can help you walk through the whole process right now in a crazy, crazy real estate world. Ansley's with us in uh, Athens, Georgia. Hi, Ansley. How are you? Hey, Dave. Hey, Anthony. Thank y'all for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Well, I just actually finished reading Total Money Makeover about an hour ago and threw out the book. Uh, one thing that kept speaking to me was that we paid, or we financed, I'm sorry, um, more car than we should have. Um, so I have a 2020 Suburban that we got back in April mm. and we owe $64,000 on it. Mm. So throughout the book that was one thing that just kept popping and i said we got to get rid of this car so this past weekend we went to a couple different dealerships one said i don't want your car and the other one wanted me to take a ten thousand dollar loss in order for them to take my my car Mm -hmm. so I, i i'm at a loss as to what to do in order to take this big chunk out of our debt what do you owe on it uh sixty four thousand currently okay and what's the mar- what's the market value? Have you looked it up on KBB? Um, they told me about fifty six with with it being in excellent condition since we've only had it for a few months. Is that trade in or is that private sale? Yeah, that's that trade-in. was trade in. Yeah, because yeah. that means they're going to make the money on it, right? Okay, yes. number if you sell this car to an individual, you can probably get out of it. Yeah. Okay. But it's not going to. But but that's a hard. That's an expensive car to sell to an individual. Yep. Yeah. Very difficult car to sell. $64,000 car loan. Yeah, we have four can't kids. So we need we need something breathe. big. I can't breathe. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> we should have read Total Money Makeover a few months ago, but I just, just discovered it, and and yeah. now we're here, and, you know, we, we can't. What is your household payments, income? Uh, we bring home about 9500 a month. Jeez. Yeah, you need to sell it. You don't have to panic, and you don't have to give it away, but you do need to sell okay. it. Uh, okay. It was an unreasonable purchase in your situation, mm-hmm. and uh, that's being kind. Um, it is. I, I get that. And so, um, but, I, I mean, it may take you a while. You're either going to take a $10,000 loss by selling it to a dealer at wholesale, or you're going to take a while to sell it and, mm-hmm. you know, get the use of it during that time. And how much other debt have you guys got, not counting your home? Um, total it's one sixty four. What's the other hundred? Um, we owe thirty two hundred or thirty two thousand on my husband's truck. We have uh just over fifty five thousand in student loans. Um 
and then a few small credit cards. So almost a hundred thousand dollars in car payments. <laughs> yes. Wow. Here's, you owe more on your cars than you make. Yeah. Oh my God. That's, that's rough. But here's here's the thing, Ashley. I'm Ansley. Uh, you just joined the family, so welcome to the family. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. I'm just crying with you. Yeah, we, we both are. <laughs> I know. <laughs> here's what I would I do if I was in your situation. I will put that car up, and then what I would try and do because every time you drive that car the value is going to go down if you are going to sell that car which we are suggesting that you do i would try Mm -hmm. and figure out how you all can keep the miles low on that and then i would say you know what husband we need to take a five thousand minimum loss and we may have to take the ten thousand and give yourself a time frame so if the car is not sold by this date yeah we're just going to take the loss one month yeah give it a month Put it up for sale. Okay. See if you can move it for a month. After that, you need to take the loss. You you've got a, such a big mess. You got to move on this. Um, what's his truck worth? Um, I think they said thirty. About what 30, he owes 000. on it. Yeah, I'd put it up for sale too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you guys have a car mess. You need to buy two five thousand okay. dollar cars and get back to reality. Okay. And. Um, and I, and I they make five, make five thousand dollar cars that'll carry four kids. It's just a big van, okay? Just get you a big old cheap van and um, buckle them in and go. I, yeah, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna feel like you've lost three hundred pounds. I mean, you're just you're being. Their car payments are two thousand dollars a month. It really is. Now, Dave, you know the you know the listeners out there are saying Dave just told them to sell both their cars and go get five thousand dollar cars. Yeah. So what's wrong with that? Nothing at all. Good. <laughs> but I would ask you this because I know people are thinking, well, Dave, at what point can I get a nice car? When you can pay cash and when the total of your vehicles equals less than half your annual income. They have one car. Yeah. That both of their cars are almost, one's over half their annual income, one's almost half their annual income. Right. And so, you know, his truck is out of line. You know, if you're going to have two cars and you make 90, two cars equaling 45, that's a couple of $20,000 cars that you pay cash for. Yeah. Neither one of these cars are that. Yeah. And if he's going to drive a $30,000 truck, that means she's going to be driving a $5,000 car yeah. the rest of her life. Right. You know, until they get their income up. Because you don't need to spend more than half your annual income on things with motors and wheels. Because they all go down in value. You're not going to become wealthy doing that. And I'm not preaching at her. I'm just saying in general. Everyone, answer your yeah. question. Yeah. Because yeah. she's, she's had the discovery, but now it's gonna, now comes the pain. Yeah. And because it's a dramatic shift from a $64,000 2020 Suburban I know. to a hoopty. Yeah. I, I felt everyone listening right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, but you know what? You should be, oh, my gosh, the other way. Yeah. How scared I am for her. Absolutely. And her family. I don't know how in the crud they qualified for the loan. Yeah. I mean, what was the car dealer smoking? I don't know. I don't know either. $64,000 at this interest rate right now, that's easy. A $1,200, $1,300 car note payment. Oh, it's more than that. <sighs> <sighs> okay. All right. All right. Back, back All right. to the norm, Dave. Back right. to the norm. All right. All right. All right. So, here's the thing. Um, I'm a car guy. I like cars. Me too. I like things with motors in them. I like things with wheels. I, you know, I... I like things that go fast with motors in them. There you go. <laughs> However, if you do math, yeah, they all suck. Yes. 
Now, I own several, and they suck. Yeah. Because they, they, they just simply go down in value. There is no... Uh, yeah. they're, they're not an investment. They're an expense. A, the largest thing we buy that goes down in value. And Americans, we're just car people. Yeah. We love our cars. And they kill you financially. So you have to limit the damage. Yeah. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. This is James Childs, producer of The Dave Ramsey Show. On your smart speaker, you can add our skill by saying, Alexa, open the Ramsey Network skill. From there, you can listen to all our shows. Ask Dave money questions like, how do I invest my money? Or what is the debt snowball? Find out more at DaveRamsey.com slash smart speaker. Hey, if you've got questions about retirement, investing, or becoming an everyday millionaire, go bigger and broader with my man Chris Hogan on The Chris Hogan Show. I am excited to be able to talk to you all week in and week out. We're going to focus on your calls, and it's going to focus on building wealth, investing, and how to become an everyday millionaire. Subscribe to The Chris Hogan Show wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Dave Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.